0: listening to Double Exposure with Sophia Lemon and Petro, a photography podcast on both the creative aspects and business side of photography. Join the conversation now on Facebook at Double Exposure Show Group. And here's Petro and Sophia. And we're back. Double Exposure Show with myself, Petro, and Sophia Lemon. You can find this week's show notes at doubleexposure.show 35. And you can join the community on Facebook at Double Exposure Show Group. We are taking a little bit of a break this week from the podcast to recover from the weekend and catch up on a little bit of work. But we have a nice little surprise for you. It is the latest episode of Sophia's new podcast, Ridiculously Happy People. So we hope that you enjoy it. This week's episode is about prepping for um, a wedding. And you can use this information uh, to share with with your clients, actually. Um, So we hope that you enjoy it. Um, Hop on the community on Facebook to get a hold of us. We are still online. And we will talk to you next week. You're listening to episode four of Ridiculously Happy People with me, Sophia Lemon, wedding and portrait photographer, 4 H'er, and chocolate connoisseur. My goal is to help you get creative and spend more of your time doing what makes you ridiculously happy. And this week, that means nailing down your pre-wedding beauty regimen. Can you imagine waking up with a big zit the morning of a wedding? No! You can't! It would suck! So I'm going over those things that are easy to forget while you're fielding calls from relatives and finalizing your seating chart, but which you need to address in the month before the wedding in order to be bright and ready for the big day. You can see the photos that go along with this episode at sophialemon.com slash four and get your questions answered in the Facebook community at Ridiculously Happy People. And that's spelled P-P-L. Thanks for sharing this podcast with a friend. I bet you know someone who is getting married this year, someone who is about to get engaged, or a soon-to-be bridesmaid. This episode is a must listen. Do them a favor and send this along to them. It's easy from sophialemon.com slash podcast. Hello, ridiculously happy people. I bet you're wondering what the heck I meant when I said I'm a 4-Her. Well, I grew up on a beef farm, and when I was a kid, I showed cattle. Uh-huh. That meant I spent all summer training my calf to walk next to me on a halter and stand with her feet in a very particular position. At the end of the season, I bathed her, clipped her hair, and led her in circles with other calves while a judge critiqued her appearance and my showmanship. While a reasonably common experience for the people I grew up with, It's become apparent to me over the years that this is not a regular thing for kids. So why am I bringing this up? Last week, I photographed a family with two young girls. The older sister was named Sophia, and the younger sister was a redhead. (laughs) The similarities were pretty astonishing at that, but as the redhead was attempting to walk the family dog, who was probably a good 100 pounds heavier than she was, her mother said, walk him just like you would lead a sheep. What? These kids are 4-Hers! It was so cool! And it got me thinking again about all the planning and months of work that went into an exhausting day of showing. This is probably the closest experience I've had so far to getting married. I know you just laughed out loud, but seriously, I spent months making sure my calf's face was white instead of stained yellow. I made sure her hair was uniformly clipped... And on show day, I would actually hairspray her so that she didn't have weird lines on her legs from brushing up against a fence. If you think I'm comparing you to a cow, stop. That's crazy. What I'm saying is there are so many steps that go into looking and feeling great. I've done the research, and it turns out there's about 70 billion things that you need to do right before your wedding actually happens. You have a ceremony rehearsal. You have to break in your shoes, you have to read your wedding vows out loud, review your email inbox, pack your honeymoon bags, clean your house, check in with your vendors, and call all of the guests who haven't RSVP'd. Which leaves about 6,999,999,992 items to go. Before I get into it and you start frantically writing notes... Put your pen down and keep your hands on your steering wheel. I have a free app with all of this info, which you can keep on your phone forever and use to help prepare for your next event or photo op. And you can get it at the show notes at sophialemon.com four. So between confirming your flowers, finalizing your cake and managing your soon to be in laws, the weeks before the wedding can be a complete exhausting blur. Your family and other guests will hound you with questions, your coordinator will be buzzing your phone constantly, and your bridesmaids will be insisting on a wild bachelorette party, which leaves you no brain power to remember to moisturize, let alone the energy to actually do it. You might forget to whiten your teeth, and you certainly won't have time to fit in a hair trim with your stylist the week of the wedding. And you'll probably totally forget to sleep. But ladies you've been here before. You've had an event coming up and thought the night before was an okay time to exfoliate. You scrubbed, you toned, you face masked, and you went to bed feeling confident, but you woke up the next morning with a breakout. I've done it myself. And as it turns out, exposing your pores leaves them open to breakouts that will be red for at least 24 hours or what feels like the rest of your life for redheads like me. The best time to scrub your face is actually in the week before the wedding. Not the day before. Who knew? This and many other items on your beauty to-do list cannot be left to the last minute. I generally recommend a 30-day regimen for brides and bridesmaids. That's more than enough time to fit in the last-minute beauty items, which will help make you feel picture-perfect ready. If you already do some of these things on a regular basis, good for you. You can probably scratch them off of the list if you are likely to stick to your regular routine. But if you're the type of person to get off track when you're busy with other important life events, be sure to make a point to stick to your schedule. Okay, let's start 30 days out. Wear sunscreen. I can't tell you how often bridesmaids in strapless dresses forget about their tan lines. If I had to estimate, I would guess that at least one bridesmaid at every single wedding I've shot has very noticeable tan lines. Don't be that bridesmaid. Wear sunscreen whenever you're going out, even if it's not sunny. Take it from a redhead like me. You can burn even when it's overcast. Get a spray tan. Start evening out your tan lines with a spray tan or sunless tanner. Both of these options will not damage your skin and will cover up discoloration and other imperfections. But don't go overboard. Your goal is to have a natural skin tone on the wedding day. It's easy to take it too far. What looks good when you're looking at yourself in the mirror might be especially orange when standing next to your new hubby. On top of that, too much tan will make things seriously complicated for your makeup artist. Believe it or not, I've seen brides whose faces were a totally different shade than their neck and chest because their makeup didn't match the tones of their tanned skin. Moisturize. Your makeup artist will be able to recommend the best moisturizer for your face and skin type. This is so important. The wrong moisturizer can make you look and feel oily or even dry your skin out. This might be a bit of an investment, but it will be so worth it. And don't forget about the rest of your body. Especially in a strapless dress, you might be showing quite a bit of skin. Pick up a big bottle of soothing, fragrance-free moisturizer and apply a good layer of it every night before bed. Get lots of sleep. This seems simple, but it's easier said than done when you have so much to do. But it's important. Too little sleep can result in redness and bags under your eyes, Don't assume that you can catch up on sleep in the days before the wedding. That's not a thing. Instead, get into the routine of putting your phone down early, going to bed at a reasonable hour, and getting a solid sleep. Whiten your teeth, because you'll be smiling like a maniac all day. Two weeks out, you should get your hair trimmed. You want to get your hair trimmed two weeks before the wedding in case something goes wrong and you need an emergency appointment to have it corrected. And I mean trimmed, not cut. You only want to get rid of those dead ends, not cut off an inch. Get a facial. A good facial will help pull gunk out of your pores and soothe your skin. This can bring blemishes to the surface, so do it two weeks out to let your blemishes naturally pass without popping them. Do not pick your skin. While makeup can cover up a lot, picking at your skin and popping zits will leave scars and scabs, which makeup cannot necessarily fix. Actually, makeup can make it worse. Foundation can collect around scabs and are more difficult to remove from photos than a simple blemish. Throw on some wool mittens if you have to and keep your hands away from your face. This will help keep oils from your hands transferring to your skin and aggravating new blemishes. Have your hair colored. Like a good hair trim, get your highlights and roots done with enough time to fix them if things go unexpectedly wrong. This will also give you a chance to live with the color for a few days and be sure it's fading to a shade that you like. Again, do not consider this a time to try a new color. Have your engagement ring and wedding bands cleaned. This is for those stunning photos of your rings. These little detail shots are incredibly difficult to edit, So get your rings cleaned before they're close up. You should also get your nails done and your eyebrows shaped about two weeks before the wedding. Okay, 72 hours out. This is when you want to get waxed. Do not wax any hair less than 72 hours before the wedding. This will allow for redness to diminish. You can also exfoliate You should give yourself at least 24 hours to let blemishes come to the surface and naturally pass. If it does, don't panic. Keep washing your makeup off at night, toning and moisturizing. But do not exfoliate again because this will just make things worse. Get a deep conditioning treatment. This will help make your hair soft and shiny and ready for your stylist. You should absolutely go to your wedding hairstylist for this treatment. They'll know the right products to use so that your hair is ready to work with the morning of the ceremony. You can also have your roots touched up if necessary, and again, get at least eight hours of sleep every night. Two days before the wedding, get your nails done. A fresh manicure will look great with your clean rings. Drink lots of water because hydrating the day before an event is important. It will help keep your body hydrated throughout the next day. I rarely see the wedding party getting enough water, or any water for that matter, so be sure you drink lots of water in the days before the wedding. You should also avoid salty, starchy foods and alcohol. This will help keep you from feeling bloated and be sure that you fit into your dress perfectly. 24 hours out, you can wash your hair. Wash your hair the night before the wedding, according to your hairstylist's instructions, instead of the morning of the ceremony. Your hair will be easier to work with, one day dirty. Get an eye treatment. If you suffer from dark bags under your eyes, an eye treatment can help brighten things up. You can even do this the morning of the wedding. It will help soothe irritation around your eyes and lighten dark circles. You should still avoid salty and starchy foods and alcohol as best as you can. Moisturize, drink water, and sleep. Even though I know it will be super difficult the night before. The morning of, do not wash your hair. Your stylist's products will work much more easily in hair that hasn't been freshly washed. If you're afraid that your hair is too dirty, don't panic and take a shower. Let your stylist work her magic. Do not put on any makeup. Your makeup artist will prefer to work with a clean canvas. Wash your face, tone, and moisturize with her recommended moisturizer. This is important. The right moisturizer will help the makeup stay on your face rather than slowly melting off of it as the day progresses. Drink water. Again, you probably won't have another chance to drink water until the reception, And at that point, you might be too much in the partying mood to sip on some H2O. Water, however, will help make you feel awake and alert throughout the day. So drink when you are able. And don't worry about having to go to the washroom because someone will help you with your dress. That's a lot. There is no way that you can cram all of this into the week before the wedding. Call up your hairstylist and makeup artist and book yourself appointments for hair trims, colorings, and consultations. Add water to your daily routine and get to bed early. All of these things will help you look and feel great on the wedding day. If you listened to all of that and thought, how am I supposed to keep track of all of this? (laughs) No problem. Go check out the show notes. I've included a download to my picture perfect guide, which outlines everything in this list and more. Put the app on your phone and take it with you. You can review it between finalizing your seating chart and family photos. It includes all of your beauty to do's to keep you on track. To see the photos that go along with this episode and to contact me directly, go to sophialemon.com four. You can also grab my free picture perfect guide app there. If you need a little bit more guidance on the subject or are looking for some more inspiration, you can join the community on Facebook at Ridiculously Happy People. You can also follow me on Instagram for more sneak peeks and shenanigans at Ridiculously Happy People. And remember, that's PPL. If you like what you hear, I highly recommend you subscribe at sophialemon.com slash podcast. And you can share the love by leaving me a five-star review at sophialemon.com slash review. Finally, I want to thank Benjamin Edward for my super cool caricature and Ben Sound for my awesome beats. Thanks for listening and see you soon.